Welcome to the Clicking Balls podcast. This is the AFL pre-finals podcast. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, do you have a highlight of the week past? Actually, I've got a couple, and I'm going to take the uh, the harder one, because I know Brent's going to go for the easy one. No, I'm not. Go for both. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll go for both then. Uh, Dan Ricardo uh, on a circuit that did not suit Red Bull at all. Uh, well, traditionally hasn't, because it's a high-speed circuit in Monza in uh, Italy. Uh, managed to go from uh, firstly he qualified third, yeah, which in the Red Bull, which is massively underpowered, is huge. Uh, the fact it was pissing down rain did help a lot. Um, and then he had uh, penalties for engine replacement, gearbox replacement. They thought they'll take them before Singapore when the the track will suit Red Bull more. But managed to move from sixteenth through to fourth, yeah, and had a beautiful move on Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, but I liked his other passes better against Checo Perez and uh, mm. someone else where he just dumped on the outside and then just sent it up the middle. But uh, on on those guys, their cars aren't that great. Although, to be honest, Perez's car did suit uh, Monza better than the Red Bull should have. Yeah, that's true. But uh, that that uh, move on Kimi, where he came from so far back and just managed to just get a slight lock-up on the front right, and but just kept it through clean. It was beautiful. And the funny thing about that, that race, was, the, especially that qualifying, was that because it's a high-speed track, a lot of teams opted to take penalties because they knew they were going to be shit anyway. So there were a couple mm. of drivers who took 10-place grid penalties Ended up starting higher on the grid than what they actually qualified. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good move. Quite the conundrum. But uh, the second part was uh, a lot of uh, AFL clubs are getting into esports, and yeah, right. um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend that I sought out esports. It was just because I needed some extras on my multi uh, on sports bet, <laughs> and uh, I saw they were uh, taking bets on Counter Strike Global Offensive, uh, the Malmo Dreamhack. Which, uh, for anyone that knows esports, you can probably tell me more about it than I can tell you about it. But uh, as I understand it, it's just teams of four playing Counter Strike, uh, best of thirty games, and each game's over in about forty-five seconds to a minute and a half, depending on how it goes. Yeah. But it's uh, actually very watchable. Yeah, well, I, I knew nothing about how big esports were until I watched the Rogan podcast where he had C nothing, C nine nothing. I don't know how what his name was goes by, but something like that. And that was the first sort of realization that I'm getting old. Whereas yeah. this, this whole subculture which is actually really a, a prime culture yeah. because it's the most popular website on the internet and I had no idea about it at all yeah. well, no every, idea. every week the top teams can compete for 200 grand well, plus top first prize yeah, yeah. for each month yeah. there's a good each doco week. on um, Netflix I can't remember what it's called but it is about esports and it follows League of Legends and yep. a couple of the mm. teams yeah and, you'll, and Cloud9, I think, is the team they follow. Yeah, right. So that'll yeah. mean some people. But it was funny because I was talking to, you know, the nearly 60-year-old old man. Yep. And he goes, I can't believe that people do it. You know, they watch people play video games. And we're yeah. watching the footy. I said, it's a bit like us watching the footy. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I suppose you're right. Yep. So it was quite easy to yeah. re- relay and understand it. So it's yep. getting more acceptance. But the thing is, the, the production quality was spectacular. Like, they were actually able to uh, have, like, a viewer mode where... When you're playing, you can't see where all the other players are. You don't have the map, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But as the spectator, you do. You see, um, you can see through walls to when players are. Like, there's a little green shadow okay. yep. kind of thing. So you get an idea of where they are. And then you see from each player's perspective. And I'll just switch between whichever one's doing shit. Because sometimes yeah. they're just camping. Yeah. But then you're like looking down a scope of a sniper rifle. And then you're flicking back to a guy who's about to walk to around a corner. Flick back the sniper rifle. You can see this knee sort of pocket, yeah. pock out. Poke, poke, poke. And you're like, oh, you poor fucker. <laughs> you're about to, and then you just see him poke out, bang, gone. Because they're going to do like that at the new Perth Stadium, aren't they? Play yeah. esports on the big screen. Yeah. 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 Um, Channel 7 will fuck up that production. <laughs> oh. But uh, Adelaide, I think, have uh, bought Renegades, I want to say. I don't know. It was, it was they one they of the, bought a team. Was it the start of the year? Yeah. But um, the thing I, I did notice about, and I read a bit further into it, is a lot of these guys end up retiring at about 25 because yeah. it's all about uh, actions per minute. 
Yeah. And uh, they, because you're sitting sedentary and you're moving just your hands, you end up with RSI. And they end up with such uh, tight tendons in their forearms that they end up fucked. But uh, that's from, you know, masturbation. Well, that too. <laughs> but that's from these lads who were sitting at home all day playing. If they were treated like professional sportsmen, like they're getting well, uh, massages, they're yeah. getting um, right nutrition, right uh, health processes, doing fucking yoga, I don't know. But when you, if they paired up with an AFL footy club, they're getting all that. They get all the, the best health insurance. They get the best uh, possible physical support. Those guys could have much longer careers. So I can definitely see how that would uh, marry up. But a lot of them too, uh, on the doco I saw, they then, like, they make their money through tournaments, but they also get money through Twitch and streaming and yeah. Yeah. all that. That's yeah. really where they make their money. Once you make yeah. a name, and then you've got a job for life. Yeah. Or, or just yeah. about. Or, or until you're 29. Or if you're kind of hot with big titties. Well, that goes without saying, no yeah. matter what the yeah. industry is. Because you are pretty much the only one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brenton, you got a beer of the week first. We do. We're going to go with Holgate, who are out at uh, Woodend, bottom Bro- of Macedon Ranges there. Brush uh, your teeth with it every morning. Yep, uh, the Woodend. Holgate. <laughs> um, oh, you my bad. <laughs> um, you fucking t- <laughs> um, they, They're famous for Father's racing. Day yesterday. <laughs> Fuck you. Woodend. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, I can't even get mine near my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're famous for bringing out a, a wild Flanders red ale every year. So they've had a little, little Wild release. Flanders? Yeah, wild Flanders, wild red Flanders ale. That's what they're doing. Um, so we had a little release party for them. But I actually like their their sour Brett ale, which is a very funky, like Brettanomyces style ale. So I'm going with that one for my beer of the week. Holgate uh, sour Brett ale. Get one of them I, if you like the if you like blue cheese and all that funky stuff. Grab one of those. I love blue cheese, but I can't get into sours. Yeah, well, these ones not like a they're not tart sour. They're just funky sour. So there's kind of a few differences. It's not like a citrus sour. It's more just no. a, like a spoiled fermented sour. Maybe a, a spoiled... You're not really spoiled fermented. Well, that's exactly what... I mean, it's how you make cheese, you know what I mean? You need bacteria. Yeah, so. You need like all that funky shit. You need to be aging. Especially like these are old style... You need to be aging. Well, I mean... Aging. Aging. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought so, there was some subculture I didn't know. No, I spent a lot of time in Asia. Uh, my heart of the week... Uh, See, this is why I don't, I don't watch Game of Thrones week by week. And I don't watch anything like that week by week. Because I just can't follow along. This is where it pays dividends, having a week right. off of football, having nothing to watch. And so I geared up for a big weekend and uh, thought, yeah, sweet, this is where I'll get my Game of Thrones fix in. Um, then I decided I'd get drunk instead. And on Sunday, we had Formula One, we had UFC, and we had the VFL. So I've saved up all this time to watch Game of Thrones. Didn't watch a single Didn't episode the, the whole week. The whole week. Didn't watch one. And now Narcos has been dropped for the whole season. They've dropped the whole season. Yep. So now I'm like, well, that's going to take season precedence over, over the Game of Thrones. So now I'm backed up for shit to watch. I'm up to episode two of Narcos. Yeah. Didn't right. watch it today. Yep. Um, yeah, I had uh, oh, about five days off work. No, not five days. I've had five days off because of the weekend plus three days off work because I was sick. Yeah. So I couldn't move out of bed. So I watched an entire series of Glow. Glow, the what is gorgeous that? ladies of wrestling. I saw the promo wow. of that. It's it's got a few laughs in it. I mean, yep. the wrestling in it is terrible, obviously. Yeah, but that's to be expected. But yeah, it's actually quite interesting. And and Mark Marin is uh, oh, right. the director. Right, Who's Mark Marin. Uh, Mark, podcast. Yeah, he's a stand-up oh, comedian. Yeah. Um, he does a really really good job. Yep. He, he's really good in it. Um, yeah, it's it worth it. Got a few laughs. Yeah, that. But, um, yeah, that, that was my highlight of. Yeah. sitting in bed for three fucking days I, mean, I think the VFL final was pretty it was a great shit game of football uh, Essendon uh, Footscray I was Footscray, going to say yeah. Bulldogs but it's literally Footscray yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a great shit game of football yeah like, I thought the so skills too. were crap but it was interesting to watch to be honest they weren't that far behind some of the AFL games we've seen this season this is true this is very true I mean especially being an all supporter we've seen some shit games this year <laughs> true true um, I thought 
I was watching it and I'm like, Tom Boyd should absolutely tear this match apart. But yeah. he popped up for five minutes in the first quarter and five minutes in the last quarter yeah. and that was enough. Kicked a nice goal though from the range he line did. there. Yeah, well, that's his final campaign. Well, yep, true, true. I mean, he's the only one in that A-League, A-squad that's playing finals at the moment, isn't he? We need uh, see anyone else drop down. Uh, Boyd is, is playing still. I thought they chaired him off and he was done. <laughs> they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> chaired him off in the AFL and he's gone back and he said, no, I'll still, I want to keep playing. Not the only one this week, apparently. Yes, go on. So, a bit of word coming out that Hodgie might have got an offer from the Suns. <laughs> got an offer from, hey, good on him. They <laughs> should be making those kinds of offers. Yeah. Why not? Well, and I mean, I, he must have listened to our podcast yeah, last week where um, we were saying that they haven't actually got a name for the best and fairest medal. In, uh, <laughs> he thought, here's my chance. <laughs> so here, here we go. Now I can build a legacy up here too. <laughs> Try his best. I can't see him taking it, but... Oh, I can. If um, there was rumour that they were trying to get uh, Motlop and Menzel for Ablett. So if you've got Motlop, he's a bit of a slack fucker. Just uh, put Hodgie on him and say, all right. You make him fucking whip him to shape. If he, if he fucks up on field, he's doing 10. I'd trade That's Motlop one. and Menzel for Ablett every day of the week. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out because there'll be two people that got chaired off and they're going to be probably chaired back on again. <laughs> <instead of> old... <laughs> that should be the rule, that if you get chaired off, you have to be chaired back on. <laughs> it's almost like the 20-minute rule when you get, like, yeah, you stretch you off for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the rule, get chaired on. Yeah, well, um, I, I like that Gold Coast have, have made the offer. I really yeah. do. It's, yeah. Um, it's sensible for him, but and it, like it's going to be the best offer they've put to try and get a leader in that club because the rest of them were just the offcuts of not true leaders leadership. You know yeah. what I mean? They've been around good leaders, but they weren't actual leaders themselves. Maybe well, Bock was the exception, but he got injured. Yeah, they got unlucky as well. Yeah, with, with a few of them. Um, it'd be interesting if they throw an offer to Rewild as well and that kind of stuff. Um, but <laughs> well, it's, the Tigers did apparently, didn't they? Yeah, apparently they did. Oh, uh, it's worth a worth a try, wasn't it? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you try it? Yep. Um, but I think that uh, both Rewell and Hodge are going to have plenty of offers to consider. So it's not like it's this or nothing yeah. for either of them. Yeah. It's about what, what happens after that year of uh, putting your bodies with that again. Because there uh, could be coaching roles uh, available. Maybe they're making the first captain coach for since yeah. God knows who else. I think Blight was the last one. Blight, yeah. Pretty sure he was. Yeah, in the 70s. I don't think it worked so well, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be an interesting call. Uh, yeah. Um, why wouldn't you? Well, yeah. just try it. Isn't yeah. that when you just go, fuck it, you can be a captain coach? Like, that's just pretty much the uh, back office going, I don't fucking know. Well, they've tried everything else. Yeah. Yeah. C- come up with 7th uh, in their 7th year. Or How many games you have to play to get father-son? 100. Actually, yeah. with that, if you're a captain coach, you get suspended. Can you still turn up and uh, be on the boundary line? Well, you might have listened to the... Uh, EJ Witten game on uh, Friday night. Not even a little bit. Well, they went through one of the incidences where this has happened um, with the great Mal Brown coaching in the waffle. You can be in the box, obviously. Uh, Yes, you're allowed to be in the box, but you can't step onto the ground. And he couldn't step onto the ground because he got suspended. Um, I don't think he was playing coach, though. He got suspended as a coach. Right. (laughs) Because it's Mal Brown. Um, But what he did was they hired a cherry picker. Oh, God. <laughs> and he gave his quarter time and three quarter time speech from the cherry picker and they moved it over the ground. Oh, fuck uh, me. Reminds me of the time, I'm pretty sure it was a Freeman or Docker scout and they were checking out, I don't know if it was Adelaide Crows or maybe one of the Melbourne teams. From the they, top of the cherry picker. Top of the cherry picker. Yeah. Turns out there's a bikey clubhouse really nearby. And so they gave a visit thinking that they were the cops trying to suss out what they're doing in there. <laughs> Mate, I'm just trying to see what the yeah. backline's doing. Yeah. Last fucking time they did that, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and, uh, and that's how Mr. Martin ended up in New Zealand. I know it's happened in NFL plenty of times. They've had spies and drones and yeah. all that kind of shit. Yeah. Anyway, 
Um, do you want to touch briefly on the EJ Witten's match? If you've got, if you watched it, and you got something to say about it, then yep, go I'll, for it. I watched some of it. There's one good thing about it. I like that they rewarded uh, the super goal for barrels only. Oh, nice. Like, good job. <laughs> nice. Good stuff. Um, they shouldn't give a trophy at the end of it. They should give a championship belt. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It is It is a stitch up, isn't it? But I don't know why I'm so angry that a old fellas bloke, uh, game is a setup. I don't know why, well, but I, I don't like because it. Because if you're going to script it, you can script it way better. <laughs> Get some clotheslines going. You know, yeah. I want someone to go down, be dead, then come back to life, bring yeah. them back on the field. That's what they need. Stop Larkin actually like, gives me the last rights. Well, Brent Staker was there. They should have just brought on Barry Hall and let Brent belt him. But round two. Yeah, yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll go good for no, Brent. I don't, no, I don't think he's proved his boxing over the last 10 years. Yeah, and Barry's been out of the um, Asada testing. <laughs> <laughs> but there could be a steel chair involved. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know, a baseball bat? I don't know. Speaking of a start of testing, Tigers got done again for not, oh, not giving their whereabouts. Not giving their whereabouts, which is fair enough too. I mean, Dusty wanted to make... He, he was New Zealand. So, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to make some conversations <laughs> that weren't on the record. Yeah, it's all good. I mean... Well, if in doubt, check kittens. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, he's been known to spend some time around there. But um, yeah, so it was good that we got him resigned in the off-season, an off-week, sorry. In, in the last week, yeah. The most exciting part. It was funny because, like I said, I had a few days off work um, and it got announced that he signed and they said, and here's the footy show. I'm like, why is he... They've done a special interview on a Tuesday for the footy show. I'm like, no, no, it's Thursday night. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, lost all sense of what time it was. Yeah, and oh my god, that the interview with his old man was pretty cringy. He was just like almost like in tears and couldn't come up with any sort of constructive words at all. He was just right. trying to pepper him with questions and he's just trying to hold back the tears. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe just maybe just wait until like get a written statement or something. Go yeah, back and just, double check it. Well, maybe he uh, owes money to some bad blokes and this will save his life. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, I doubt it. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to say he's, he's owed money, and yeah, yeah, maybe this puts him off their tails for a little bit because he's just uh, pretty happy. Right. I don't know. There's always someone bigger. Yeah, well, I mean, and I mean, North were pretty. North fans were pretty pissed off that Dusty didn't take the money, and uh, yeah. you know they weren't too happy. And I've heard some rumors from the Tigers <laughs> that they were even more pissed off that North even put in the offer. <laughs> <laughs> They've actually put in a counter offer for Todd Goldstein. They thought, fuck it, we'll take him. Not as Ruck. They just need an accountant to try and make Dusty's contract work. <laughs> well, it could do worse. Yep, that's it. Yeah, we could get Boomer. <laughs> Actually, he's got uh, got a job. Yeah. yeah. He's finally got his hands on a Premiership Cup. Well, he, yeah. he already had the 99 one, but yeah. Fuck, is he and the 90, shit. And the 96. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, he Christ. didn't play in 96. No, he was in the finals campaign, though. He, did, he yeah. got his hands on it. Yeah, he probably, he, I'll guarantee he's got his hands on a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> he got his hands on the 98 one, too. He's, he's got they seven of them. They bastard. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, it, it, it's funny that um, so much of the the narrative that's come out is Richmond supporters saying, "Oh, it's glad he's got he's been so loyal." Like, <laughs> yeah. Loyal? Fuck that! How how but, loyal is that? That's like a bloke going out having a couple of BJs from some chicks come back. It's like, sweetheart, I'm so loyal to you. I've come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't fuck that, any of them. That, I was getting sucked off a fair bit. And that's because you offered me anal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's one point three million dollars. Yeah. Thanks for being loyal. But, Still, I mean. I was never in doubt he was going to sign. Yeah, me right. neither. It was just it's good management push up the price. Can't yeah. blame him for that. Well, the last one Carr got a contract like that for was Travis Cloak, so that didn't work out so well. Yeah. So, let's just see how that goes. Um, well, he's still got a job at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah. Mind you, yeah. Travis Cloak yeah. was nowhere near a brown, though. Yeah. yeah. But, um, it, yeah. It well, he, he knew Dane Swan. <laughs> yeah. Funny yeah. thing is, North said they were out uh, a couple of days before the announcement. Yeah. And um, everyone's like, well, who the fuck's left in? And Carl's gone, oh, there's, oh, there's other teams. There's, yeah. other, there's still other teams in there. You just sign the fucking thing. 
Um, and the other thing is too, uh, North, uh, the Whispers are, they're out of the Kelly race as well. Really? Uh, apparently, he if he does go, it's to Carlton. Wow. That's, uh, is he a Carlton supporter as a kid or something? Or no, he uh, just really likes money. Oh, fair enough. Because yeah. <laughs> likes tax-free money too. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I mean. that's just North can't have the busy job. Yeah. Um, and if anyone's going to knock Judd out of that busy role, it will be Josh <laughs> Kelly. It will be Josh Kelly. Well, it seems like one drops out and another one sort of enters the market because you've got Stefan Martin who's put his hand up to come back. I mean, is it Jake Lever? Who's Jake Lever Jake from, Lever, yeah. from yeah. Adelaide. Yeah, still he's still, still coming back. So he's Melbourne's still a, leading that uh, charge, I think. Still a few in the race. I mean, they're the ones that might be more swayed by some cash because they're moving to the city anyway. So, I yeah. mean, Jake Lever's young. Dusty's 26, 27, something like that. So Around there. Might even be a little bit younger. Already built a legacy of that club, so he looked to continue that. And I think those guys that you'll be able to get Stephen Martin's like a whore isn't he he'll be able to well, he's only got a couple of years left and he's coming from Brisbane so let's be fair yeah. I mean anywhere's a step up oh, well there's a, he's there's gone a... from Melbourne to Brisbane the yeah. bad times at Melbourne uh, was he at Melbourne yeah 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 and then the bad times at Brisbane so yeah. I think anywhere that's promising 15th or above yeah. he's going to think it's paradise he just loves getting yeah getting slammed I think he's a bit of a he's a big unit but yeah. uh, if there's one thing North don't need more of, it's ruckman. You're fucking ruckman, yeah. It's true, yeah. Well, I mean, you're good fan, big fans of getting good ruckman and put them on the bench, so <laughs> maybe just yeah. collect, collect them. Straight, uh, s- straight swap, Goldstein and Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them trading Goldstein on because uh, apparently the word is he wants to stay in Melbourne, um, which is funny that the word last year he wanted to leave. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that word was from his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. But um, North are going to need to stack up on draft picks because there's... Uh, Three academy players and uh, young Crocker and young Blakey. Yeah. Who they reckon are all top 10 that uh, they'll have to use lots of points on. So they'll probably write off next year, um, try and get Paul Ahern through a f- uh, full season and then uh, try and scoop up the draft. Well, there's some cash to make a few moves. So, I mean, there's always a way. Well, they, they actually have to uh, do early contract re-signings if they don't get Kelly. Because otherwise they're paying, I think, 80, paying unders, 83 yeah. or 84%, which is massively under the salary cap. So I did say, look, I'm willing to uh, take a one-year contract as a injured long-term injury list player. Uh, but apparently Boomer Harvey was ahead of me for that yeah. one. Um, like, well ahead. He, he was in there from day one. Yeah. Poor old Booms. Yeah, I'm sure he's still doing all right. Um, yeah, somehow I doubt he's uh, broke. So that was the only thing out of the EJ Wittens game. That's where we started with that. Um, I couldn't be bothered with watching any rest of it. Um, and then there was the... All-Stars versus the Victorian AFLW game, Ladies which game, should yeah. have been fixed because yeah. it was a 17-goal massacre or, or whatever it was, um, which made that unwatchable as well. Yeah, I didn't watch it only because I was working. I mean, if I had not been working, I would have watched it probably the first couple of quarters, but once it gets a blowout... It's like, Again, yeah. I forgot it was on, and then I checked the scores and went, well, I'm not watching that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's not like it's the NBA All-Star game where they just yeah. fuck around for three quarters, and then, ah, oh, now we'll yeah. make it close again. Uh, Maybe uh, they should. Yeah. What else was bad about it was they put in a, a 40 meter super goal line. Right. And they didn't even try. Wow. They went, oh, well, we can't kick that. So it didn't yep. bother. So that's not, not a good uh, look, unfortunately. I think uh, one of the common uh, commentary things, they, commentary points they made was, though, that uh, the girls that are playing essentially professional footy, it's not quite professional, it's semi professional. They've only been semi professional for a few months. Yeah. So they're still, you yeah. know, they're working nine to five, trying to get. Uh, three hours in the evening, three days a week kind of thing. It's not until probably four or five years from now you're going to get girls that have grown up into a full professional or at least professional workload yeah. of uh, training. So the girls running around now, they're athletes, but they're not um, 
peak athletes, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Just Olympians. Some of them. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's different skills. Yeah, yeah, but they're different. Yeah, yeah like I mean, uh, bloody hell, uh, Kokonakis, whoever his fucking name is, couldn't uh, run on a footy field. Mind you, neither could Kokonakis. The one that banged uh, what's name? Yeah. What's name's missus? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter who it was. It was Stanislav. Whatever the fuck yeah, his he, last name is. The other, the other Swede. No, he's my, not Swedish. Mind you, if uh, Bernard Tomic had a run around, I'm sure he'd uh, last three minutes <laughs> well, before he got coating. Well, I did see he had quite a run around in Melbourne City the other week. Spent like 50k on the night. Oh, yeah, fuck it. I yeah. know that because I saw Bogut giving him shit on <laughs> on Twitter. One thing I'm going to miss about Bogut in another contract with the Celtics or a contract with the Celtics is that he's on fire on Twitter. Yeah. He's going to actually have something to do. It's going to be a real loss to uh, my spare time. <laughs> he's always been great on Twitter, hasn't yeah. he? He's uh, yeah. never been uh, backwards and coming forward. Nah, that's what I love about it. Just Aussie as fuck. He loved giving shit to that uh, cabbage chick too. Cabbage chick? Cabbage, uh, Liz Cabbage. Or Cambr- oh, Cambridge or Cambridge. Right, or, uh, okay. The oh, Australian centre. Oh, right. The yeah. Center. yeah, actually, yeah. I do remember something like that. Yeah, I remember them having a little bit of a, a pseudo beef where it's like everyone to look up, like Google her name first before figuring out what's going on. I know who she is because like she's the one tick. that she dunked in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a legitimate one. She was the first female to dunk at the Olympics. And That's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, it's good for her. Yeah, but... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, so we may as well have a look at the f- finals that are, that are on this week. Um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday which is a weird one. Um, yeah. And I think this will be the last year we have the pre-finals by, which is great. I hope uh, so. Um, we've got mm. uh, Thursday night, Adelaide are hosting GWS. Um, it should be a, a massive crowd at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. It, I think that GWS are going to be the team that enjoyed the week off the most because they need to get a little more cohesion together. Yeah. And the week off might drop you back from some cohesion for yeah. the other sides. So. No, I think Adelaide needed it mo- off more because of uh, Rory Sloan yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and Sam Jacobs yeah um, old appendicitis it's unusual that two teams have been hit uh, sorry two players in the one team have been hit in you know a couple of months basically do you reckon it's just he's really got chlamydia or something <laughs> and they're just trying to keep it under the you know no. any bets have been knocking off the same chick because then that? they would have called it mental, mental health who else has got appendicitis uh, Eddie Betts had oh, his no appendix shit. out a couple of weeks ago oh there you go missed the game for it do we know what the appendix do yet Nah, fuck all. Uh, I reckon it's something to do with the immune system. They're, they're not quite sure. It could be really important and expensive. That's why they're harvesting them. Saying, nah, do you know that man? They don't do anything. Well, if they draft his appendix, you know, <laughs> in the next draft and, and claim fucking academy points or something for it, we know something's up. That's the way to do it. North Melbourne offering $1 million for it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be an interesting match. I mean, I think I think Adam will get over the line. Yeah. Obviously, he'll be in Adelaide. Um, I've heard it's incredibly difficult to get... Uh, tickets in Adelaide or get good seats I've heard that for their general admission like you've got to be there eight hours early just to be able to get a decent seat right otherwise you're like either standing or whatever other the general admission parts are so literally there's like huge lineups that right in the morning when for a night game people stay at Adelaide over waiting for the gates to open up for a final I could imagine that Yeah, I was there two weeks back but that was Port Gold Coast and yeah. just wandered on in, really. Well, it reminds me when I actually lived at St. Mark's College on Pennington Terrace, which is the across, one... Across the road from... Literally yep. across from it. And you've got the Hotel International... Adelaide International Hotel on the corner there. And that's where they do the um, Australian Idol auditions. Okay. And so you'd have a line-up like the night before. And, like, they have Connor Street. Bags yeah. and like, they have little like, sleeping bags yep. and sh- chairs and shit like that. And so we figured out there is no way that they're stepping out of line and going to the back. 
Yeah. So we just got a car and a whole fucking boatload of water bombs. Just right. went past the start, just nailing all of them, man. <laughs> it was some. It was a lot of fun. I'm gonna be honest. Like it's a bit of a dick move, but holy shit, it was fun. So if you're in Adelaide this weekend, uh, just uh, want a bit of fun. Go down the parklands, few water bombs, smash some crow supporters. It's a way to really sort of get yourself on the advertiser. So you've got uh, Port Adelaide fans. I mean, they're playing away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, no, they're playing at home as well. What am I talking about? Um, yeah. So hmm. yeah, you, you can get in first, and then if you're Adelaide, you feel a little aggrieved. Yeah. Come back Saturday. Your turn. That's exactly right. And I mean, it's better than the Ramsgate Hotel. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Do Except the fact it's $10 West End. Really? Jesus yeah, Christ. You don't need to put that in your water bombs. You can just go with water. You know, the Torrens is there, isn't Can it? you imagine that? Where you smash the water bombs, it's like, oh, it's piss. You're like, no, no, it's West End. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking worse. So much I hate you. I spent 40 bucks on these water bombs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think, yeah, Adelaide for me as well. Um, See, I'm on uh, Giants, I think. Because um, you like gambling. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Getting value. But uh, with Sloan with an injury, Talia and Walker both coming off injuries. Yeah. they're Injuries? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't be yeah. fucked injuries. Yeah. But you've already got the week off. Um, so it might probably... have been up north these old timers or something. <laughs> <laughs> might have been. Probably pretty decent, but uh, you never know. Uh, the other one, uh, I heard um, young Cam Yeoman. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeoman? Cam- uh, no, Cameron. Um, what's Charlie Cameron? Charlie Cameron. All right. Might be uh, on the move too. Really? Really. Yeah. First I've heard of it. Apparently yeah. he's uh, viewed as gettable right. by a lot of the Melbourne teams. I, I think North Melbourne are just really pissed off. With all, all this cash and nothing to spend See, it on. I'd be trying to hit up like the ones that didn't make All-Australian, like the Crouch Brothers and people like that, yeah. who ripped off like a motherfucker. No, they're, yeah. they're hitting up Sean Hampson. Um, I'd be like, look, and I'd be trying to just plant those little psychological things. Like, No one cares about you here, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, Come over here. You'll definitely make All-Australian if you're in Melbourne. Yeah. There's uh, obviously lots of big bias there. I mean, Essendon got three players in there, so... <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, me, that wasn't just a little reach around, sorry, for the last few years for the AFL. Oh, yeah, well, they gave the rising star to to Essendon as well, which was clearly biased, but anyway. How the fuck did Danaher do get in the AA team? I don't know, and I mean, Merritt, great player, not the best foreign midfielder in the competition. No, not near. No. I tell you what, though, Selwood was the luckiest one to get into the yes. All-Star. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he got in. I, I'm surprised Pendlebury didn't get in with him, Yeah, to be honest, because yeah. both of them, they used to just say, oh, well, you're in. Yeah, yeah of course you're in. It's almost as questionable as Ablett getting the best and fairest for Gold Coast playing 14 games. <laughs> That's not questionable. It's almost That's... as bad as three kicks and getting a rising star nod. <laughs> <laughs> There's been some dodgy ones. Yeah. I thought the two unluckiest blokes were Grundy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And Josh Kennedy was a little bit unlucky, I thought, as well. Throwing yeah. Swans. Anyway, so we got two Adelaides and one uh, GWS there. So on to Friday night then. Um, going to be ninety thousand at the MCG. Absolutely. Uh, Tigers and the Cats. Um, a big week for for Richmond. Yeah. Um, Riding momentum. Um, if there's this will be the only chance I see for an upset for the weekend because I, I think that uh, all four favourites going to get up, but the Tigers. Yeah. Um, at the MCG, with a bit more room, with a bit more momentum, anything can happen. And we're lucky that, uh, I mean, obviously it's not our technically home game, but it's, yeah. you know, 20 metres from, from exactly our home club ground. rooms. Yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be a fuck ton of Tigers fans there. and It's, it's going to be a very um, split in the middle crowd. So there's not going to be a home team advantage. And I feel like we've got momentum in our favour, so I'm definitely tipping us. But it's going to come down to our midfield just... Just having that momentum continue on from the end of the main season. But yeah. that's why I hate that week off, because it kills momentum. Yeah. This game sold out in an hour. Yeah, I know. I didn't wake up well enough to get tickets. Um, and Ticketek had an issue with it. So if you're going to have an issue with any game, this yeah. is the fucking yeah. worst one to have. Yeah. Um, 
oh, I'm actually on the Cats. Uh, I, I think it could definitely go either way, but um, I think uh, they just looked a little bit too tough. I th- for mine, the Cats' back line is... Uh, the, the gap between the Cats' back line and Richmond's forward line is greater yeah. than the gap between Richmond's back line. And, yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, the gap between... Um, their best full back who played full forward and killed our back line yeah. is, is quite massive too. So yeah. they can stick Taylor down full forward and he dished up Rance last time we played them. He did. He so they've got well. lots of options. They've got lots of plan Bs, Cs and Ds. Yeah. Whereas Tigers, they've got a lock horn to the middle. They're all about forward line pressure. Cats are very good at sort of getting around that. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be not, it's going to, not going to be a midfield battle even though they're both gun midfields. It's going to be the periphery players who make the difference. And they've got um, Mackie and Menzel players like that yeah. who I think will actually be the difference. Motlock yeah. can jump in too, yeah. which is uh, funny. He, he was looking shit all season and then he plays... Uh, I think he's played a couple of good games lately. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Plays Richmond he's, and look great. He's going to do the Jared Waite. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. That's all you need to do? Yep. Um, ordinarily, I'd say without Selwood, they look rough, but they didn't have Selwood or Duncan yeah. last time they played. Mm, yeah, but do you... I like how they said, you know, Selwood's on injury and he's been out for, what, four weeks, five weeks? Yeah. And now finals coming up. I'm like, oh, you know, he's stepping up. Will he play? Will he play? He's, of course he's, he's fucking playing. Yeah. yeah. It's a final. It's Selwood. Don't bother. That's if it. He, yeah. If he rested every time he got injured, he wouldn't finish a game. Yeah, exactly. He, he's playing. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. yeah. Just pure pride alone would let Willie sit yeah. on the bench in a final. Yeah. I wish sports better put odds on that. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> winks, Selwood playing. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's your Quinella. Yeah. Put that into that, you get a dollar twenty. You that. <laughs> no, you won't get a dollar twenty, you get a dollar two. Yeah. Power yeah, play yeah. that shit. You have to roll it up into four another uh, long odds just to be able to get something decent back. So yeah, I, I still think Geelong. Um I think there's too many options, like you say. Like Richmond have got a good plan A, and they'll roll that area, yep. roll it around. But um, yeah, they uh, Geelong can shake the board and the magnets move. Yeah. And go, well, that'll do. And like the mm. the tough thing about Richmond is that their plan A is only good for about a half, maybe three quarters. After yeah. that, there's just too tiring. We don't have the fitness. I don't know well, if anyone has the fitness to be able to do that for a whole yeah. game. And a lot of that is okay, Dusty. Just please do something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, which and- isn't a bad. Plan yep. B because it works. But the problem is we don't put our foot on the throat often enough. We've only done it like twice yeah. this year. One of them was Frio. Yeah. So that didn't count. we have to, in order to make the game plan work, because we're not going to do it for the whole game, we have to put the foot on the throat when we've got the opportunity. And we haven't yeah. done that all season enough to really be confident. However, of course, the finals, Richmond playing. I'm, I'm, I'm lids off. I'm on the yeah. band. I'm on the way. Mm. I, I don't think the coaches are going to play as big a role in this as uh, some people think. Yeah. I think it's going to be mainly on field leadership. And I think Geelong have just got well, far well better on field leadership. Yeah. All right, on to Saturday day game, which is uh, the Swans and Essendon. Um, back to the scene of the crime. Uh, last time we were up here, Swans kicked terribly. And yeah. and Essendon should have won it, but uh, balls it up in the last two minutes. Was it yep. uh, 16 points in 90 seconds? They were 16 points up with 90 seconds to go, they were? Roughly there, I think, yeah. or, or thereabouts. Um, and had about eight different chances to ice the game and fuck them all. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- I think this would be... Uh, the most competitive game um, for the for the weekend, but yeah. really, I see this as an absolute uh, belting. Well, I mean, they've got uh, winners all over the ground, and I think Swans. Um, we know how good their best team is, but there are holes there. Yeah, um, if you put pressure on them, I can't see it happening. Yeah, it's always going to be tough. I mean, Essendon. I mean, they had that one play. We only played once at SCG and played very well. So. Yeah. I mean, they've got the history there. They understand the ground, and that makes a huge difference. But this is where Buddy shines. Yeah. So it's gonna be very tough to yeah. It's gonna be very tough to be able to keep a handle on him. They need plan Bs and Cs for yeah. Buddy alone, 
And so when you get focused on one player, I feel like the rest of the team doesn't let you in. Like Gary Rowan, is he playing? Is he injured still? Yeah, he's in. He's due for a big game. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of their sort of players have been just out of the you know top top five or six in the team are all due for big games. So yeah, I think Swans will get over the line. Uh, I think it it probably be about between four and five goals. I reckon. You feel like Essendon also they made finals. Yeah. Like, okay. It's well a done. Win. Yeah. We're happy. This is our comeback season. Yeah. yeah. And I love hanging Shiro Nesson, but they've got to be very happy with how things have turned around so yep, quick. And, yeah. and it's almost been a blessing in disguise. They had to clear out a list yeah. and get, oh, get new blood in. It's worked wonders for them. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously they found um, Tipping Woody. He'd be forgotten to AFL if it weren't for that. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, North Melbourne has tried to follow suit, so we'll see how that works out. <laughs> Self imposed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I my tip is that Sydney will get up, yeah, four or five goals. Sweet. Sydney haven't lost to Essendon uh, since about 2013. There you go. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, the one point obviously is the smallest margin, but before that it was lots. Uh, 81, 12, 22, 50. So they have uh, haven't been shy in piling on some uh, nice beltings. I've got a feeling Essendon. back in the day they had a lot of close ones too. I, I seem to remember yeah. Adam Goods. In the finals era. Adam Goods missing a shot after the siren against uh, Essendon. And Essendon also, Courtney Dempsey playing on and then the siren going. Yeah, um, that's right. Was that 2000? Uh, yeah. 2001? Devastated too. No, I don't think Courtney Dempsey was playing in 2001. Well, I'm thinking about the one. Anyway, no. um, but yeah, I'm on Swans. I think Swans. They're, yeah, actually, yeah. they're actually a, a premiership chance, whereas I don't think yes and no. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Swans are up there as favourites for form. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's out of them and the Crows. Yeah. Um, it's, I'm glad that they're both on opposite sides yeah, of, the, bracket. Of, of the bracket, presuming that Crows win, of course. Yeah. Um, and then finally, then we've got Port Adelaide hosting West Coast. Um, it's, uh, I think, a great matchup. Um, yeah, I do too. A lot of this is going to come down to if Nick Nat, do they do they throw him in? Yeah, they do. Uh, honestly, if you want to win this season, you have to. Yeah. But they did it last year, and he fucked his knee up, and he was out for a full season. So if he does another knee after half a quarter. That, that's almost him done. Yeah, but he might do that in round one next yeah, year too. Yeah. That's the same for every player on the field. So yeah. I feel like you have to be able to do that. So you're making them not be able to have a real solid game plan because you don't know what yep. Dex's going to do. You know, don't know how you're going to fit him, how West Coast is going to play him in their role. They're going to play him as like flat out, you know, playing every minute, every quarter. Yep. Um, and so that throws a bit of a spanner on the works for how you plan. Like, is he going to yep. play heaps? Is he not going to play heaps? What do you do? Is he up forward? It's almost like having like the offset the Paddy Ryder advantage that they've had over the last few weeks. 100% what I thought too. Um, because we, uh, Paddy Ryder's big advantage is his athleticism. Yeah. Mm. He's not more athletic than Nick Nat. Exactly. Is he more athletic than a returning Nick Nat? Who knows? Yeah. And you can't bank on, on that answer being no. Yeah, You exactly. have to have that plan for is he really going to hit, hit his straps? And I mean, by all accounts and following him on Twitter and all the social media stuff, looks like he's been working out being making sure he's in tip-top shape. Well, if he's 100%, he plays, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I hope he does, because it makes it far more interesting. Yeah. I don't think he can come back at 100%. Yeah, like, but you, you probably You right, never but... do, yeah. You never do, let's be honest. Um, I, I think if he does play, he's going to be ginger about it, because, you know, you do an injury like that twice uh, and be out for so long, you're always going to be conscious of it. Yeah. Um, I think Ryder would, at the least in the first half, give him an absolute hiding. Uh, Nick Nat, if he lasts till then, he's like, all right, well... It's obviously fine. I can uh, do what I do. And he could uh, get right back into the game. But Paddy Wright is one of the all-Australian-level ruckmen. And I... Literally all-Australian yeah. ruckmen. Well, yeah. No, he got, was on the bench, wasn't he? No. no he was no. named as the ruckman. Ruckman, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, he's 
he's had a brilliant season so far. Probably the best one I've ever seen him have, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and that's on the back of about maybe six great games and a bunch of average ones. Yeah. And also, they're looking at losing Jackson Trengove next season as well. He wants yeah, to come back to Victoria. Good. I mean, he was their filling ruckman while Paddy was out. But yep. now he's actually been a pretty handy backman. Uh, and actually, no, sort of playing yeah, back, back, center half, back, center half forward, yeah. more or less. Um, so, yeah, look great at Tigers Guernsey next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do, what do we think then? Is, is Port going to get there? Oh, I mean, I just feel... Oh. I think West Coast will travel better to Adelaide, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think Port will have too much uh, firepower. See, I feel like West Coast at some point in the season come good for at least a couple of games. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be the one game where it's like, holy shit, it's West Coast of old, and then they'll lose next week. Yep. So I'm going for West Coast this week, and I reckon this is going to be their one and done for the season. Uh, whichever team wins, they're not going any further. Yeah, let's hope not, because uh, we could use less well, uh, interstate teams in the finals. They'll play the loser of Adelaide uh, Adelaide GWS. Yeah. yeah, they're not getting past either of those teams. Um, yeah, especially away from home. Oh, it'll be good if Adelaide lost then. Adelaide versus Port in Adelaide yeah. for an elimination final. It'll be Actually, great. Actually, yeah. Because would... it may burn down the place. Yeah. Literally. And then, and then you... There may be a fucking riot. And you'll have Port and Adelaide fans line up at 8 a.m. just to try and get in there. So <laughs> oh, I imagine them side by side. The parklands, yeah. You'd have to have two different lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Port will have lines of cocaine. Adelaide will be <laughs> <laughs> lines of whatever else they can afford. Apricot slice. Yeah, yeah. So do we end up doing our, our ladder results? No preseason prediction. No, I haven't done it yet. No. I, I totally forgot about it. I said I was going to do it. And we'll bust so. that one out next week then, or we can pause and do it now. I'm I'm quietly confident. Yeah. Well. All right. Let's let's pause. All right. Okay. So we've done the sums, and uh, that was really quick, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this time next year. Um, for the record, this is the third year we've done this. The first year, Brenton won, and I'm the reigning champion. Yep. Uh, Brenton, you finished third. God damn it. With 56 points. For those that don't know, uh, what we do is we put in our ladder predictions at the start of the year. For every position wrong for a team, you get one point. And if you get it spot on, it's minus five points. And it's just like golf, lower score wins. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you picked five and finished ten, five yeah. points. And Richmond fucked me. <laughs> Richmond <laughs> fucked me more than anyone. Um, so the worst uh, pick was me, that I had Richmond 12 spots off where they actually finished. Um, yeah. Brenton, you had them nine spots off where they actually finished. <laughs> I know uh, about five something like that so they, Richmond beat Ri- us all I think Richmond were nearly the worst for us all although yeah, you had a couple of eights yeah, Port fucked me too yep um, so Brenton you had uh, 56 points I had 55 and Josh comes home with 43 um, Josh and I both had the same number of correct guesses in three um, but Josh didn't really have many shockers. He had a couple of eights, whereas I had a 12, an eight, <laughs> a couple of sevens in there. Well, I would have uh, smashed even further, except I had Gold Coast and Carlton the wrong way around. But, uh, yeah, well, I would have got further too if well, I picked some other... brag then. How about that? What fucked me was I, I had North Melbourne in uh, about seven, uh, sorry, 15th or 14th. Yeah. Um, and then I saw him in the preseason. I went, oh, no, they're not going to be so bad. And I bumped him up to about 10th. Regret that. Yeah, I tried to keep a lid on my excitement for the Tiger season. So I'm like, no, nah, we've got some good players, but just our, the rest of the team is pretty shit, uh, which was true. But uh, they turned on this season. That was the biggest turnaround for for Richmond was the mid-tier players, like I've always said. Um, and I, I I think I thought St. Kilda were going to sneak in yeah. um, based on... Well, the opposite of Richmond was their mid, yeah. midfield, mid-team, mid-tier players actually looked pretty decent. But, well, I mean, they had two people fighting for the same position and it's kind of fucked them. Well, surely this has been the closest season I can remember. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Where... Regards to wins and losses or... Well, yeah, and there was uh, probably about 12 
to 13 teams that could have conceivably made finals all the way up to the last couple of rounds. Yeah, yep. All the way up to the last like quarter of a few games. Well, yeah, it was the last goal um, that determined whether, whether Melbourne were in or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After they lost to uh, Collingwood, which yep. kind of means they probably didn't deserve it, really. But uh, right. it, it's been a, a fucking hard season to pick week to week. And that's a good thing. Like, everyone's in it. Well, not everyone, but, you know, there are a lot of different teams that are actually in the running. And so mm. it makes it much more exciting as a casual viewer of, of watching teams that you're not actually going for. And obviously, Bulldogs winning from seventh last year has opened it up because yeah. there's got to be a lot of teams going, why not us? Yeah, mm. like Sydney. I think you'd make the argument too that Brisbane are probably the best wooden spooners we've had in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, it certainly feels yeah. like it. Yeah, well, there's always a fight for the wooden spoon, which generally I means you try and tank the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, Brisbane didn't need to, but even really impressed by North Melbourne going, fuck that shit, we want to win, we want to actually, you know, have some sort of pride, and did it by about 100 points. Some sort of pride, yeah. 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 Um, unfortunately, it wasn't the effective sort of pride. <laughs> but uh, no, not uh, massively disappointed about getting the, the win just because... It's kind of nice. Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, should have bet on it. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a farewell BJ, but um, would have been would have been quite happy to get the number one draft pick too. It's more like a reach around we getting fucked in the ass. Cause yeah, <laughs> problem was still playing finals. Didn't just miss out on the first one. They got the second and third fucking fucked off too. Yeah, that's true. That's could true. Have, could have just won, like just slightly won. That would have been. You know, well, me and Heath did our part. We kept it close. You know, <laughs> we did the, the Legends game. Yep. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, that'll do us for this week. So we've got a couple of finals and then next week, uh, two games. Yep, yep, um, yep. It's going to be a fun week. Uh, Melbourne's going to come alive and get pumped up. Yep, yep. It's about time. Then it's back in the summer. A bit of cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Bangladesh uh, test yep. uh, doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. All right, that'll do us. Bye. Peace. Bye.